Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Thanksgiving week. It's Haberman Middlecoff. Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John. It's our YouTube channel and our podcast. We're glad you're here. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. If you want to watch and you only listen, there's a YouTube link in the description. If you want to listen and you only watch, there's a podcast link in the YouTube description. And we're brought to you by our friends at Tito's. Handmade vodka. Back at it. Uh, it is Monday morning after a late Sunday show. And um, it's a good week for Tito's, John. I just looked at my fridge. A little low. Uh, though I got some family. My mom, brother, sister-in-law, kids coming. While... Me and Jeff, I, I think I'm going to have to go reload because we're, we're a little low on the on the Tito's. So some Tito's and absolutely everything you can think of, mix it on in. Little Jeff likes a lot of Tito's. Uh, Tito's handmade vodka. Take it with you to Thanksgiving. Have it in your house when people are coming over for Thanksgiving. Distilled in bottle in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof craft and be saved responsibly. It's not just Thanksgiving. The football. Obviously, the Niners play Thursday. we got a Black Friday NFL game this week. Ton egg, bowl, egg bowl thursday night also egg bowl thursday night ton of good college games this weekend so it's a big football weekend you see the three lines on the pac-12 games that impact the championship games this week i guess washington washington's in right washington's so it's just, in. oregon oregon well, state i think they're a enormous favorite and i think arizona and, and oregon are both double digit favorites i think it's like 14 and 12 and a half like all three lines are yeah. Close to multiple Yeah, touchdowns. it's like 11, 12, 13 or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's usually not that easy. Like you said, dubs in, but it's a rivalry game. And uh, for Oregon, they got to they gotta win. If Arizona's going to win, Oregon's got to win to get into the Pac-12 title game. So well, Arizona this needs is, to win and an Oregon one, <clears throat> and they're in. This is the one thing college sports – has just the players are kind of irrelevant this week. I mean, they are relevant, especially in like Michigan, Ohio State, but just Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss is like a top 12 program. It, it, none of it matters. Like historically, you throw it all State out the window. Fired or was going to, I mean, the, did the coach get fired? No, he's just going to make it. Yeah. And he just, I mean, was kind of handed a weird situation, right? Yeah. With Mike yep. Leach dying in the offseason. So, uh, yeah, just. I, I I would imagine we get one of these big rivalry games. Something weird happens. I also hit me <clears throat> our guy. I, I hate saying this because I, I want Derek Ray to be the GM of a team that goes to the playoffs. But do you remember when we were young? Might have been high school. Might have been like our first year in college. And the Cincinnati Bearcats, who at the time were not 
like Kentucky or Kansas or North Carolina. Talking they about were, football? I'm talking about basketball. Oh, okay. They, they were undefeated. I was going to say, Kenyon, I don't remember them in football when we were No, and, and Kenyon Martin shattered his leg, and they were yep. like going to be the lock number one seed, and they got bumped to a two. Yep. Is it inconceivable over these next two weeks, even if they went out? Like, Because in basketball, and I know you'd still make the tournament, it would impact your seeding if you lose your star quarterback team captain. Like, right. what if this quarterback that comes in, even if you win the next two games, I think they play Florida this week, and then they play Louisville, which would be a good win because I think they're like 10th. But what if it's like, ah, this is not the same team? The guy fucking had his ankle pointed like this. Did you see the highlight? Yeah, I saw it. It was bad. I saw Aaron Murray tweeted out that he's like, it happened to me in high school, and you don't in your head feel the pain. You just look at your leg, and it's this bizarre feeling. It's hard to comprehend what's going on, though you know what's going on. It's a weird – it's not – you're not screaming in pain. You're just kind of sitting there looking. In disbelief, probably. In fear. I mean, you're probably terrified. Uh, Speaking of rivalry games – this will be the 51st all-time meeting between the Niners and the Seahawks on Thursday night, John. Do you know what the series record is? The historical series record. Keep in mind, real quick, before I before you answer that, Seahawks, historically one of the worst franchises in the history of the league before they got good under Pete Carroll. Played in the oh, AFC for a long right? time, right? Yep. Niners, one of the great franchises in all of sports. Well... <laughs> Yeah, they, they had a couple years there in the mid-2000s, and obviously Pete has been very, very successful. I do feel for a long period of time, it's why the bet yesterday was Rams, right? There's this weird ownership in this conference or in this division with the cross teams. Uh, you know, e- even Arizona, I think, used to give Seattle fits, right? The Rams beat Seattle. Seattle owns the Niners. The Niners owns the Rams. It's like this wheel of life. I would feel Pete's racked up a lot of wins against San Francisco 49ers. Yes. <laughs> Seattle lot. leads the all-time series 30 to 20. The Niners have won three straight. Before that, they'd lost four in a row. Seattle went on a stretch at one point where they were 15 and two against the 40. 15 and two. We know Russ dominated. Um, we're coming up but on the uh, those are against good 49er teams, right? Good teams. The hardball. Yeah. 2014 was Thanksgiving, John, remember? Midfield at the 50 on the logo. Richard Sherman, Michelle Tafoya, Russell Wilson, breaking bread. They're breaking turkey. And um, Russell now yeah. wears Niner hats on his podcast, I saw. So. Uh, yeah, and, and, he's, and, he's come over. Yeah, he's, I saw he said, uh, I saw a clip today on Twitter. He said if Brock was a top five pick, he'd be the face of the league with Patrick Mahomes. They easily, the year the 49ers went to the Super Bowl, could have swept them. I mean, they beat them at home on Monday night in 2019. I was at that game. Uh, remarkable insanity of a football game. Remember the kick, the backup kicker because Gold had gotten hurt, who was like signed from the UFF, UFL and shanked a game tying or game winning kick. Didn't it wasn't get close. Joey? Uh, what's his name? Was on the football. No, player. it it's five? not an NFL. No, no, it's oh. not an NFL player. <laughs> like you've never heard of him. And then the Dan Buns Green Law. I mean, they easily yeah. could have been swept that season on a team that was absolutely eviscerated people in the playoffs and were winning the Super Bowl with like five minutes left. Yeah. So Seattle, this is lost a little luster to me watching them play the Rams. Now, granted, it was kind of hit me. Don't really like LA Rams home games during the day. Something's just off on that stadium with them at home. It doesn't quite work, even though the stadium is magnificent. Something's just weird there. 
I, I couldn't put my finger on it. It didn't it, it didn't resonate. Feels like September, not November. Part of that, yeah, maybe it's the lighting. I I feel like it's the there, lighting. Well, like there's a darkness, for example, in the dome of like Indy or Arizona. You can't really tell dark night. It's just a football game going on. That because it's it's open, that the light, it's weird. Something's off. Kind of so Dallas the Cowboy Stadium when, when we were a kid, it used to be way more aggressive, I think, the previous the, stadium than the new one. You're talking about Dallas? I'm saying the old Dallas Stadium, remember yeah. like the light would shine in yeah. really like baseball style. Yes. I don't feel it's as aggressive now. No, it's not the contrast isn't as bad, but it comes in from like the window. It comes in from like the sides instead of from the top now in Dallas. Because Mike McCarthy always manages to throw the ball to a receiver looking into the sun on a big third down. I remember he did that a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. I, I guess I like the Rams and Chargers at home at night or just on the road. They're easy to consume. Like yesterday, Chargers, Packers, morning game, easy to consume. That game afternoon at home does, feels a little different. Uh, but yeah. on the road, it's like the, the it just pops. It just works. Did you know. see the hit that Stafford took? I mean, we talked about on Sunday night oh the hit that Gino God. took. Stafford got destroyed also. Like dest- yeah. like Stafford Lions level destroyed. Well, that's so, that's another that's another element of this game. There's there's a hundred percent. It's gonna be cold. There's a vi- there, there's a violence, I think, watching football yesterday of division games. Bears Lions, like the Bears showed up ready to fucking kick some ass. Dude, the Giants rolled in with Tommy DeVito, Commanders. We're gonna kick your ass. There's just like no one looks at, oh, there's Debo Samuel. You know, not just like the Niners, like DK Metcalf, but it's just there's no with division games. All these players have played each other now, especially on these two teams. Like how long has DK and Tyler Lockett and these guys been on the Bobby Wagner who's back? Even now, Gino's been there a couple years and he was the backup before. So he's just used to seeing these guys on tape. It's what's cool about division games. Like I'll guarantee you this. When the 49ers play, have they already played Arizona? No. I feel like one of those games is going to get weird. It's going to get well, especially weird. with Kyler back now. He's just going to make shit weird. I feel this year on opponents. Oh, because I take not I did play the Cardinals. What, what planet? I, I tell me something about that game. I don't remember, John. What what week? <laughs> week four. Yeah, I don't really remember that. Either. Oh, was that a, a? It was Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that one. A lot's happened since the Niners beat the Cardinals because they beat the Cowboys the next week. Then they lost two oh, yeah. games in a row. They they play the Cardinals. I was pretty the confident the they had not played the Cardinals. Maybe it won't get as weird. I think they Matt planned says, what last week. Fuck? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was positive they had not played the Cardinals. <laughs> I just lots happened since October first in the in the world of the Niners. Yeah, I don't remember that one. <laughs> anyway, um, we're not used to 10 a.m. Pacific shows. Uh, and I think the other thing about this game, you said it on Sunday night. It is a uh, for Seattle. It's a borderline must-win game, right? Given that now they're a full game back. You lose the game, you're two back in the division. Just from a divisional standpoint, the wild card's still there for them. But if they want to win the if the if the Seahawks win this game, all of a sudden they're in the driver's seat again in the NFC West. <clears throat> I, I I would imagine if you're them, it's hard because you don't know the exact seating. I think the six and seven seeds are gonna just have tough games. It's gonna be some combination of Niners, Eagles, right, uh, Lions. Now the Seattle beat the Lions. I would imagine they feel the best matching up against them. Like to me, they have no shot on the road against the Eagles or the Niners. It's like the seven two. Right. If you if you told me that Pete Carroll went into Detroit and it was a tie game going in the fourth quarter, it's very believable. Even though we've learned historically, like regular season games, you have to throw out sometimes in postseason matchups. 
Like they don't just because one team beat them by 10 or 20 or over. It doesn't carry over, especially when you're talking about a game. I think the Lions in Detroit, they played each other like week two or three. I mean, that's so if you play January 12th, I mean, I mean, you're going to have several players in different spots. Hell, the Seattle just elevated Jason Peters, who's a 42-year-old practice squatter, to their, to their regular lineup. But, I, like, to me, now, listen, the Niners got to win this game to just talk about them as some locked divisional winner. We talked about this yesterday after the game. They win this game. I just don't see how they don't win the division because Seattle will blow another game. When I say blow, they just they could just lose another game. They're not going to. I haven't even looked at their schedule, but they're going to be underdogs in games. Right? Well, I mean, they, they what they are when you watch them, I think what they are is a borderline wildcard team. Like, that's who they are, right? Doesn't mean they can't play you well. It doesn't mean you can't get beat by them. Doesn't mean they won't do sweet shit. But that is, I do think that's who they are. It's a wildcard-ish team. In, in a good conference, they are not a lock for the playoffs. In this NFC, if Geno can play, how do they, you know, they just get to go to the playoffs like last year? I think they're a little better this year than last year, right? Their players are just... They have some younger players. They started so hot last year, though, that they put themselves in good shape. Remember, Gino was like an MVP for half the year. But even if they lose this guy and they're six and five, like who? Yeah, you're right. Depend- I mean, Jordan Love's not going to the playoffs. The Vikings right now are the seven. Like, yeah, it's a fun story, and he's an incredible. Like, it's fun to watch and root for Joshua Dobbs, but they easily can lose every game they play in as well, right? Like, the Vikings are just as. If the Vikings go eight and nine, it's very understandable. I saw someone tweet out, like, can you imagine having the Vikings under this year? Cousins tears his Achilles. Justin Jefferson has been gone forever. And you're like, I, I'm not only sweating this out, I'm probably going to lose it. It's pretty crazy. What, wait, what was the number? I think like seven and a half or eight and a half or seven and a half. Yeah, so there's six right and five. So would you say eight and nine? Like that'd be four and four down the stretch. That'd be, I'm sorry, two and you say, you say eight, nine. So two and four down the stretch. Yeah. The Raiders would be the eight seed in the NFC right now. Yeah. The, the five NFC three. after the top, I would say the top four teams is not very good. Right. And, and Dallas is one of those teams as a right. wild card. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas. Wh- wh- who will be a favorite right on the road? Yeah. A heavy favorite. How about this stat? I was just looking at Debo. Debo, this is fifth year in the league. This will only be his sixth career game against the Seahawks, <clears> including <throat> the playoffs. Uh, last year in the playoffs, he had six for 133 and a touchdown and three carries. So he had he, for 30 yards. So he had basically nine touches for 165 yards and a touchdown against Seattle. Debo's been kind of not, I don't want to say absent. Obviously, he was absent for two games. Kittle played well again. Debo has nine total targets in the last three weeks. He has 12 total targets in the last five games. But his career against the Seahawks, John, is nine targets per game. Short week. Holding Debo back a little. Maybe he's getting healthier by the week. You use him a lot against the Seahawks. Maybe it's a Debo week this week. Debo feels fit for short week kind of divisional games. And um, I kind of feel like this will be his game on Thursday night. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, I I feel like when I close my eyes and think about Seattle, I think Kittle and Debo, definitely Kittle. Mm. They're they're secondary to me. I mean, I I don't see how they really cover the 49ers. (laughs) 
Now you could argue, I mean, they got a couple guys that are hard. This is there's a lot of good skill players in this game. Uh, Kenneth Walker's been banged up, but like I think they would say, well, who the fuck's covering DK Metcalf? Your right. best corner ain't covering him. And our second guy, none of those cats are covering Lockett. So maybe it's got to be one of those like 35 to 24 games. I feel like Seattle's going to score some couple points. Like, right? I, I don't envision this thing to be some absolute blowout where they don't score points. Well, what do you think they're doing this week? They're looking at where's Jair Brown going to be, right? That's got to yeah. be a big part of Seattle's game plan. Who fungus out? Shanahan confirmed it Monday morning ACL. Um, prayer, John just did prayers up. That hurts. And um, you know, all of a sudden, Jair Brown now gets a short week for his first NFL start against a team with the one thing you say about Seattle, they throw the deep ball really well. Yeah. And speed is not the Niners thing in the secondary with the exception of Ambry. So like there is a recipe for Seattle. I would say that, I mean, is this a Debo Christian McCaffrey carry game as well? Yeah, it could be. And part, and part of the Debo, uh, you know, touches slash targets are just, Quick screens. That, right. that definitely feels like something that they haven't done as much lately is the quick screen game. I guess they did, haven't really needed it the last it two hasn't, weeks. He but, hasn't done much lately. But they haven't thrown him the ball. That's what I mean. He hasn't touched the ball. Yeah. But they haven't really needed him the last two weeks. And he missed all the games that they did need him with the shoulder injury. It just all of a sudden was broken. Now it's just fine. Bizarre injury. I, I don't question his toughness. But it, a little weird, the whole thing, I thought. It was and listen, I, if you live in society, don't trust anyone in public situations. Never trust NFL teams. I, I'm not saying they lied to us. I'm just saying something was off. Something was off. It doesn't... It you just think he was wasn't weird. hurt? No, I just... I don't think we know... What it I don't was? Know. Okay. He was. He was injured or else he would have played. I'm just saying it doesn't quite add up. He, so he just had a broken bone and then he was just able to come back and he's completely fine. Or is he not completely fine, and that's why they're being careful? But if you're playing him at any moment, he'd get into a collision. I don't know. It's just I, uh, with injury stuff. Like clearly, Trent Williams like oh, a little ankle, and then it was clearly a lot worse, right? And even Trent's like, God, you know, this even Kyle hasn't said felt it. right. Even Trent said like, you know, I was I was not a hundred percent in the first game back last week, even though moving around, he's just such a freak. I just think sometimes the Niners are good about being honest about this guy's in or out unlike the Bengals, who like completely hid Joe Burrow's injury. I just don't always know if we're getting the full scope, which like I, something was weird about that situation. Yeah. Again, it was weird the week that he was announced, like he's just out for the next couple of weeks with a broken bone. Like, what? What are you guys talking about? And then he just We can never find the play. Heals. That was the other thing, right? We never saw the play that he got hurt on. And then it just completely heals, and now he's cool? Like, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, we're talking like two and a half weeks. Maybe he's still getting shots. Yeah. So maybe they've just been careful about using him because they know he's not one of those guys. He's just going to find contact if you if the ball is in his hands. Like when I think of the Seattle playoff game, I think of that play down the sideline last year where that he breaks. Like he's just kind of looking for contact to break a tackle and then take it to the house. Now, if he gets in space, he'll avoid you. But he just sometimes finds he's like George. If they're going to play, you have to assume contact is going to come around. Like Ayuk is actually a good example of a guy that you feel pretty good about. Like his health, 
he would get hurt on like a not like to me, his injury would not be a collision because he's so good at like doing the Lamar hits the ground. He's not trying he to prove going into the ground this year, right? The shoulder was kind of him diving throwing. for a ball. Yeah. But like yesterday, the play where he, well, he went re-heard him diving. was the initial thing diving or was it like falling down on a tackle into the turf? Remember that he came back in and he dove and it got worse. Was the first injury diving also? Yeah. He was just reaching out and the guy, the guy fell on him. Okay. But I'm saying he doesn't take like he gets tackled, but he's not looking to go through you. He goes around and then he hits the ground and he steps out. Yeah. I think it's a really good skill he has. Like that's we're not no one questions your toughness, right? No one on this team's questioning people's toughness. Let's play smart. And like it's there's a reason Travis Kelsey's gonna play till he's 37. And like it's gonna be hard pressed to see George at 34 playing at this level, right? Look at Gronkowski. You it's just hard to play. Debo, the way he ages now in the moment, fuck, let's let it rock and roll. <laughs> but it's just, it's hard to me to play through shoulder injuries when you're a violent player. About 50 catches for 700 yards in his career, Kittle against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, by the way. Get on the Prize Picks app, just like me, and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot tournament season or the fight for playoff home court there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year so get in on the excitement with prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and you can get it on baseball too i've got some season long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs uh not off not feeling great about shohei less than 38 and a half right now but I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Prize Picks, you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. Butcherbox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night, I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden, it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always, and you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff, curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham, and you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get two more like it. And I sent him the lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling 
every time. To top it off, the performance package throws in two free gifts, Boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code HAM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, code HAM. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. Can I tell you about my friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time. Game time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use game time. You just download the app on your smartphone, and you can search any event. Concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app. And uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now. Tacovas, oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to tecovas.com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered... Can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear, and it's all kinds of Western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel, vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Speaking of IU, uh, we both saw this. I, I saw it on Lombardi tweeted it that IU was talking to the media on Sunday, and George Odom yelled twenty million dollar guy, and Trent Williams walked by and said twenty five. Uh, maybe, I mean, who knows if you become a true free agent, what happens? Doesn't feel like it would get to that point, but they would trade him before then. Yeah. But he's been, uh, you, you said it yesterday, like, look at where he is in yards. I think he's top. What did I see today? Top 15 in yards in the NFL. Cause he's way down in catches. Right. And he missed a game. He missed a game. Yeah, I think. Oh. I mean, I, I I think the reality is really I, I really enjoy him as a player, uh, but when you just look at the finances, when you look at some of the big picture team needs, when you look at investing into multiple wide receivers at a huge number, it's just not really feasible. It, it's just not, and ultimately, like you, I, you'd be like, well, you could just keep him over Debo. Well, Debo's value, right? you're not getting it back. Like you could trade Brandon Ayuk to a team in the twenties and they would extend him, right. And get a star player and give him five for a hundred and, you know, guarantee him $70 million. I, I just have a hard time seeing the 49ers doing that. They have a lot of other high price guys. If this was Eddie DeBartolo days, he'd be go nowhere. You would just pay him the cat. There's no cap. It, to me, it's just not realistic the way that I think Kyle's proven that they want to build their team and he's been open about it. John Lynch has been open about it. Part of the reason they get along is one guy's a safety, the other guy's former wide receiver, but they value the trenches. Like they really do. And let's face it, the the trenches, the trenches cost a lot. And they traded the trenches, right? They, I mean, they loved DeForest Buckner as much as they love Brandon Ayuk and he plays a more premium position and they traded him. So if they're but they, but him, they but they immediately replaced him with the trenches. They thought, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that was their mindset, right? Like it's not even inconceivable that they trade Brandon Ayuk and use one of their picks on a lineman and another pick on a receiver because yeah, I mean cheaper. that would be the difference, right? Is to replace DeForest Buckner in theory with a, with somebody physically at least in his realm. You've got to draft in the top fifteen. You don't necessarily have to do that to find a number one receiver. Ayuk, by the way, tenth in the NFL in yards. Despite 43 catches, nobody else in the top 10 has less than 59 catches. I think one of their great regrets has to be is because we had Mike McGlinchey, who at the time was never going to get re-signed, right? They knew he was playing his way out of it. Thank God. You know, I mean, Tristan Worf yesterday when he like limped off the field and Moose goes, 
you know, one of the the only guy in the NFL who hasn't given up a sack this year. I was like, oh my God. He's been playing right tackle, he's playing left tackle. And if you redid that draft, I, I'd have to look at it. I, I mean, he goes top two or three. I mean, what's the value that that player has? I mean, it's got to be one of the great draft picks in like Tampa Bay history to get that guy at 14, yeah. who's a star right tackle, and then immediately goes to left tackle, and this is going to be your stalwart. He's your Trent Williams. Would you say if you know he becomes what he becomes, in every draft he goes top six, like in any draft you could find, top seven? I, I If you know exactly what he's going to become, beside like the Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa's and quarterbacks, there's nobody you take over. And he, honestly, depending on the team and maybe the coach and who you have on your team, right? You know, if you already had Nick Bosa, you would immediately just take the tackle. I, I, they're a drafts guy. He would go number one overall. Yeah. Because you look and, back. And like, like, to which, your point, depending on the team, if well, let's say the Bengals are drafting fourth in a QB, like they would just take them, right? Well, there and there aren't always quarterbacks. I guess now there probably is going to be just the way sport is. But like in in some of the drafts where there haven't been a quarterback go number one overall, a Trent Williams. Uh, again, Trent Williams. People knew he was going to be good. He went fourth. Lane Johnson fourth. Like there have been offensive tackles that go really high. Worfs was actually like the third or fourth. Makai Becton went above Worfs. But this is it, it's so easy to play this game at the time. No one knew he's going to be this good, and he is. But no different Ayuk. If you could redo the draft, like Ayuk's not sitting there at twenty-seven. Now he's not going four, but he's probably he'd easily going the teens. I'm watching the Denver Broncos last night. Like he's dramatically better than Jerry Judy. It just shows you, like, once you get to the NFL, like part of Sherman's argument about Purdy is like, there's not a soul that you could have argued in a draft room on television to be like Brandon Ayuk's better than Jerry Judy. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But then three years later, it's not even a question. There's not one team in the NFL. There's not one fantasy owner. There's not one fan. There's not. There's nobody. Sean Payton. Would take, would, Sean Payton included <laughs> would have done that trade yesterday. Would take Jerry Judy over Brandon. But that's things change after a couple of years. Micah says uh, Purdy and Ayuk is a magic duo. You don't get rid of your QB's favorite target. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? Maybe they won't. Well, I agree. I, well, I agree. There's an argument. Maybe they have. won't. Maybe they will find. A, maybe they will find a way. Maybe they will pick Brandon over somebody else. George, they love him. But George, I mean, George is in th- like hard to replace. He just had another great game. Like, you know, well, I'm just throwing out names. Like, no, not, I know. You're not getting rid of McKibbets. I mean, who? You, it's a money. Game. It's, this is a puzzle. No. So, like, okay, it's like, well, Charvarius isn't on the team next year at his number. What, who are they just going to play with corners with? The group they have? <laughs> I mean, like, they're going to have to buy one of those. It just it just gets very complicated. I, I'm not I'm not pushing this guy out the door. I know. I would keep the guy on my team. But it, it's it's a puzzle, right? It is. And, yeah. and it's easy to be like, you know, on paper, oh, we trade him for and, and plug in so-and-so player from the draft. And then mm-hmm. two years later, you're like, what the fuck did you just do? Or maybe it's like, yeah, we got rid of Stephon Diggs, but we got Justin Jefferson, which feels like an outlier situation. Who was the Debo guy? Remember the uh, the who's the guy the Titans got? It was like, oh, this guy does everything Debo does. Yeah, Arkansas Burks. Then it turns out he has like asthma, and he's just not good. <laughs> Remember, he couldn't. Get, it's like, oh, this is immediately it was bad. Like immediately, like he can't get on the practice field. Remember, they had like the. Who they hit like some undrafted receiver was getting more reps than him in the first practice. Yeah. 
Um, and that was going to be the guy. I even give you a little bit of a pass. Football's really hard. Devontae sucked. I'll throw away any guy's rookie year, right? But, I mean, we're a couple years in on that guy's career. It's like, this ain't going to work. Yeah, what is that guy's name? Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, yeah, thanks. Um, but I, I think I- this, this is the problem with Adebo. A lot like a Draymond Green. A lot like... Uh, you know, some baseball player that can play like seven positions and is actually good at like a Max Muncy or something who can actually do it or Mookie Betts. Most guys cannot. So it's so easy to project that. And then in reality, you're like, you have like a bias in your head hoping it's going to happen. The, the, the outlier situations are just that. Like watching Kyler Murray, like one of my big picture takes is the chance that Caleb Williams is as good as Kyler Murray. You, we can say whatever we want about Kyler. The COD and... I'm watching him fly around, and I text a buddy with the Texans. He's like, that guy was a motherfucker to play. He's second game back from an ACL injury. There's just no human way that he's 100% like he was two years ago in the middle of the season or something. And he just is a different animal. Like that, that the speed, the arm, at any moment, an expl- and I don't even know who he's playing with. Like, who are these guys? And he just looks like one of the, mo- the most gifted guy on the field. And he's tiny, but it's like, what are the chances that Caleb is just immediately as impactful as him? Yeah. Whether his coach is good or bad, probably slim to none, right? Histor- history would show you. Well, when he when he's on the Bears with Lincoln Riley, which is my new prediction, um, they'll hit the ground running immediately offensively. See, I, I don't know. Um. Not the not that he won't go to the Bears. Just uh, Lincoln. Yeah, no, I got you. You know, are we sure Lincoln's team just tapped out? Um, <laughs> I just I just thought of a tweet. I saw somebody said like uh, USC pulling off the traditional preseason top ten to Sun Bowl. It's a big part of their program's history. <laughs> uh, Draymond, the exception. Turns out you can't find another Draymond members like Denzel Valentine, the next Draymond. I'm pretty sure he's coaching. Denzel Valentine's like a college basketball head coach right now. Um, maybe like Loyola, Chicago, or maybe that's a different guy. But anyway, um, I think I think we might uh, could be wrong. Oh, you're right. What? Someone else. I thought uh, Denzel Valentine had passed away. Oh. That was another that was another Michigan State guy. OK, Whew, thanks for checking. Um, Draymond couldn't find him. Kobe died. Everyone's like, everyone's got mama mentality. Bullshit. No, you don't. You don't have mama mentality. And I think it happened again. It drove me nuts this last year. It's like Brock Purdy. He's changing the way everyone's going to draft quarterbacks. Like, okay, well, good luck with that. Go ahead and draft. Go go ahead. Draft the short guy with a moderate arm over the well, ground. Let me know how that turns out. Well, that's the Rams. Stetson Bennett. He's in fucking the Betty Ford, right? It's, I mean, it's, so John, it's, it's, you're not fine. It doesn't, it just, these are the exceptions to the rules. And, you know, you and I have been, I think, pretty even-tempered on Brock because yesterday I saw somebody said we're, we're slow playing it. I think we've been I think we've been on the right number with Brock. Um, and I, so I, I say that because I don't want to jump too far ahead here. But I think tonight is a big night. If you're listening to this after Monday night, I think this take holds up depending on what happens. It's Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts in a massive game on Monday Night Football. Um Games that are big for those teams individually. Games that are big because it could be another Super Bowl matchup. They just did. Games that are big in their individual conference races. Um, and it's a big MVP night. And when you really look at, like, what what is the NFL MVP race right now? 
Well, Josh Allen, you always think is going to be there, but he's throwing a ton of picks. His team's not playing well. Herbert, who's got the talent, not team's not good enough. It's not going to be no Dax. Chance. It's not going to be Tua. Uh, Kirk Cousins, no, he's out. Mahomes, of course. I mean, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are just always going to be there. Right now, Mahomes is uh, 200 fewer yards and one less touchdown pass than Brock. And I'm not suggesting that Brock, like Brock, it would, Brock is a major dark horse um, relative to the way the MVP usually works. CJ Stroud, same numbers. People are talking about him. Jared Goff. He, he, he threw three picks yesterday. Yeah, and his team's not going to be good enough. And Goff, his team is good enough, but he's not. When you watch him, you don't think I'm watching the MVP. Burrow's out of it. Um, you Baker. know, Hurts right now is Hurts is like Mahomes. Like all it takes is a few good weeks, and he is back to being the MVP. Lamar's got 12 touchdown passes. Um, so we haven't had a running back win it in forever. And there's still a long way to go because we just hit November. There's two big months of crunch time football to be played. Mahomes could still run away with this thing, but I do think this is a big night and uh, it's still wide open. And I think the odds that a 49er wins the MVP this year, if they win a bunch of games here down the stretch and the rest of the league plays the way they've been playing is good. But the odds that Mahomes doesn't or hurts, doesn't just blow up here the last two months in a positive way. Are not good. Like that's who those guys are. But um, I, I would say Lamar's not totally dead. Given because because the he's got 530 yards rushing. Right. He's got another five touchdowns there. So if he gets around the ten and around 850 to 1,000 yards rushing, and his team goes 14 and three, I would say he'd have. This bothers me a little bit. The same thing with the Heisman Trophy. Is it just a quarterback award? Because I do think there are, I, yeah. I, I'd have, I don't know college football as well in terms of like, is there a positional player who would have a legit gripe? I, I saw someone arguing like Marvin Harrison's going to win the Blitnikoff. He hasn't had fucking 50 yards in a game in like three weeks. It's like, it's just on name. Obviously, he's the best wide receiver, but it's also part of winning that award was like Jordan Addison won. His stats were incredible, right? It's like your stats have to match up. We know you're good. You're going to go high, but your stats have to match it. Yep. And the problem like that, is... That guy's quarterback usually, like Roma Dunze at Washington. Well, it's Michael Penix just has incredible numbers. I know the running back at Oklahoma State, Ollie Gordon. I saw RG3 had him like number two on his Heisman list a couple weeks ago. I don't know what the stats are for the wide receiver at Florida State. He's been incredible, Colton. Yeah. You know, but my point is that for the NFL, like to me right now, my vote would easily be Miles Garrett. I think he's the best player in the NFL. And we've seen this a couple times, and the guy doesn't even feel like he got close. Right, like the Aaron Donald definitely had one year. I was like, I think this guy should win the MVP, and JJ Watt definitely had that. Now, I think Aaron's team was better. Remember, JJ played on like nine and seven teams that would win like wild cards or even win that division when it was really shitty. But it was like if you went, I remember going to a Raider game, going, "This guy's fucking unstoppable!" Like sacks, TFLs, PBUs, touchdowns. Like this is, and that's what it feels like. I have no problem when a quarterback goes forty-five touchdowns and his team wins. You know the number one seed. Okay. It's like, it's all, I'm all for it. I do think this is a year where I, I I'd be stunned if miles Garrett doesn't get in the mix. Now, I don't know if there's necessarily another player, you know, Tyree kills kind of come back to earth a little bit statistically. Uh, a, a, I would say AJ Brown. Has, what if AJ Brown is like three touchdowns tonight? You could argue that he's the MVP on that team. Yeah. I think it's, it's just really hard for the non quarterback to your point. JJ finished second in the voting. In 2014, 13 votes. 
Aaron had th- Aaron Rodgers had 31 votes. The last defensive player to win it was 86. Was um, 1986. So I just think the odds aren't good. I think I think McCaffrey's got a shot because people watch Christian a lot in big games, and it you just it looks like when you're watching him, he's carrying him. Look at what was the, what, what was the year you said with Rodgers? Was it 14? 14, yeah. And DeMarco Murray finished third. So he actually went quarterback, defensive player, running back that year. He Bobby was 38, 38 and five. <laughs> what, did, what did JJ do that year? I wonder what his – JJ had 20 and a half sacks. I, I guess the way that voter would justify it, like Miles, is Miles Garrett a lock to win the defensive player of the year this year? Like he would have to get injured at this rate, it feels like. Right. You know, JJ Watt, Aaron Donald – they just rack up the defensive player of the year. And I think people would say, well, that is technically their MVP. Cause that is a great thing to have. Like both Aaron Donald and JJ Watt, why are they going to be first bout Hall of Famers? Cause they go, we've won the defensive player of the year three times. <laughs> right. Right. Which, which is our, it's an MVP level award, right? You just, it's hard to beat out quarterbacks. It's hard to beat out quarterbacks. Now, this so, year uh, might be a year uh, to your point. Yeah. Like, this year might be a year where like Mahomes is to this. He's point. not going to throw enough touchdowns. He's just not. They're not, not their offense. He might have not. moments. There's still two months left. Like there's a lot of football left for these guys to play. But he's already won a couple and the bar for him is pretty high in terms yep. of the numbers. That would be the true. thing. This is I think it's open. I think it's you look up at McCaffrey. He leads the league in touchdowns right now. And he leads the league in rushing. He's got 14 touchdowns. With two months still to play this season. I mean, what if he scores? 27 touchdowns, 25 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's an MVP-level player. I, I guess my point is I'm, I'm all for not giving it to a quarterback if there is not, like, some no-brainer. Because I'm watching this year. To me, there's not some no-brainer. You could argue if Brock was in his fifth year and had been doing this for a while, he would have more momentum. That, that's sure. the one thing where Richard is right, and Jeff Schwartz has argued this forever. We all talk about on the outside draft status, draft status is irrelevant once you're in the league. It does impact stuff. It impacts yeah. the way we talk about you early on. It impacts the chances you get early on in your career. Now, eventually, like Carson Wentz ran out. Like no one cares where he was drafted the last couple of years, right? It just it's kind of a like it gets to a point, there's a line. But Purdy is still fighting this seventh rounder, really good team. If it was year five, that is irrelevant. Like Zach Wilson, people just evaluating. No one gives a fuck where he was picked anymore. It's like he just evaluate everyone's as a player now but he was you know he's several years removed from being picked but i want to say something about that the sherman jeff schwartz the thing you just said because it is correct i think when people talk about it though they act like it's it's total it's 100 flawed i don't think it's 100 flawed like there is a reason for that and it's not just that it's easier for us to think about you as a top five pick as a great player part of it is when you're a top five pick a top 10 pick you have elite talent and most of the great players are elite talent, are total package guys. Now you look up, you go, well, Brady, was Brady an elite, elite talent? Well, people would argue, no, he wasn't athletically one. But I'll tell you what, his deep ball looks as good as anybody's. Like his arm was pretty freaking good, right? Montana, not an elite. He wasn't, you know, there are much less elite, uh, far less talented guys behind Montana in career success. And that's true. But I do think there's just something to the eye test. Part of it with Zach would not just be where he was drafted. When you watch him, he does have elite physical traits. He throws the ball like few guys can throw the ball. He can move like few guys can move at that position. He lacks elite mentals, but he does have mentals. Like if if you told me you didn't know where – if you told me Brock was the last pick of the draft, but he athletically threw the ball 
like off platform down the field the way that Zach Wilson threw that deep ball at the end of the game two weeks ago. I, I, I think part of it is just the eye test. Like, God, why doesn't the ball explode out of his hands? I think that's part of it too. And those guys tend not to be top five picks. So even though I agree with it, like I think there is some legitimacy to it. Uh, but that said, Brock leads the league in passer rating. He leads the league in yards per attempt and completion. He leads the league in completion percentage. And when you go back to like where the this is why I pulled up the list of all the touchdown guys. Are we sure Brock couldn't end up in this conversation? Right now he's got 18 touchdowns. That's that's Mahomes will well, play Monday night, but it's more than well, Mahomes well, going well, into Monday. What if, if he throws four on Thursday night when the entire country is sitting at their house fucking yeah, eating pie? I, I don't think he's I don't want to get too far ahead. I don't think Brock's like out of it if this team goes seven and one down the stretch, or I guess now six and one or seven the, and oh. I think Purdy's importance for this team is immeasurable because they are dramatically better on offense with him than they ever were with Jimmy Garoppolo, who was making $20, $30 million. And, you know, was that's just what his value was, and he was solid for a period of time. I, I do think if I had a vote, like no different than the Tua thing, and I get the quarterback, 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 I would give it to Tyreek Hill. Like, I think Christian McCaffrey is, you know, equally as important. Like I, I think he would be the MVP of this team. Though, you keep playing like you did yesterday. Obviously, Christian's still an elite player, and he's going to be, I'm sure, a first or second team All Pro running back, right? <laughs> like it's he. he there's going to be awards, you know, no doubt about it. Pro Bowler. I do think it's going to be hard to argue. You start having games like that. Did you see Christian's response when they're like, "Do you know that Brock had a perfect passer rating?" He's like, "Perfect passer." He's like, "Are you serious?" Because I think these guys are so in the moment and they know he's doing good, but I think sometimes you say it after the game. Do you, you understand what he just did? It's like when they asked Purdy, like, do you even know your completion percentage? The one game where he went like 22 or 23, he's like, no, I didn't even realize. Well, it was the Cardinal game. Yeah, it was the Cardinal game. <laughs> yeah, 20 to 21 or something. I think, you, I think you would realize it more if it's like the Eagles or the Ravens. You're like, we're pretty dialed right now. In a game like that, even a game like the Bucs, it's like yes. – yeah. I think it's more like Jesus, and you would get more credit because I do think, fair or not, people about oh, Tampa they suck. I agree. You not can win suck, the MVP, but it's like you know the they Eagles just you the don't Ravens. get as much credit. You play the Eagles on the you play the Ravens on Christmas night. I even think Seattle. That's a pretty big game. Yeah, because it, it, I agree. I, so I think it applies to Brock for sure. It definitely applies to Christian. I mean, Christian. You could argue. Be there. You could argue the three games: Seattle game. Eagle game, Ravens game. Because I would imagine the Eagle game, 225 Fox, Mountain Time. Uh, that thing's going to have 30 million people watching. I mean, that thing's going to be a fucking big game. That, that's where Fox goes. It's all worth us cutting that check to the NFL with the game three or games of the, like this a year. Yeah. Eagles, Cowboys. Dallas doesn't play. Yeah. That, that, Dallas is, <laughs> doesn't play that day. Kansas City plays at night that day. I can't imagine there are many games in that slot. Why would you even fucking waste it? It's probably Raiders Chargers, probably throw away on CBS. That's no shot. That's no shot. It's just it's when you play. It's when you play. <laughs> well, I, I bet. Look, like let's look right now. That's not a shot. I, I I'm giving Raiders respect. I, that's just when you guys play. Uh, week twelve. Uh, so you got two twenty five. See, I, I I was wrong. Is that next week? It's it's the December third. Did I skip a week? It's week 13. Oh, okay. I was on week 12. So the Raiders play. Do the Raiders play that week? 
by. They're by. Mm. There, there are. There's three other games going: Denver at Houston, Cleveland at Los Angeles. I, I don't even care if you have YouTube TV in the four boxes. I, I think the Niner Eagles. Wait, Cleveland the- at LA is on CBS, right? Cleveland at LA is on Fox. Oh, so that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. If you're in that, so LA is not going to get Niners Eagles. That sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a big game. Wow. All right. Um. On that note, anything else to add? Anything we missed? Maybe. Other than the Cardinal game, Raiders got to buy, man. Raiders got to buy. I <laughs> would have been too perfect. That would have been so perfect. I I had the Raiders got their own TV in my house yesterday. Uh no, they didn't. They got a little box. <laughs> Steeler game did. All right. On that note, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh Happy yeah, Turkey Day. Happy Turkey do, Day. Do kids get the I wonder if they get the week off. I, I was trying to think. When I was like in junior high high school, did, I feel did, like you did, get like did, Wednesday. Yeah. So you go to school Wednesday Monday, off. Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. off. Which, like, going to school Monday, Tuesday, Thanksgiving week was always the best. It's like, you're not. Co- college? Do you remember college? Did you I go to school? Like it, I feel like it was the same. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday. Talk about a mail-in. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Well, the teachers kind of try in high school. In college, they don't give a shit. They school, mail it in more than you. School-age kids, like, starting this week, it's like their Super Bowl. Right? You got this. You got Christmas. You got New Year's. You got the semester, quarter, semester, whatever ends. If you're in school right now, you are Life's good. your starburst. You are loading up. Life's good. You are loading up. <laughs> All right. Uh, they're here. No, that was 75th Amazon package of the week (laughs) it's just a perfect way to end the podcast everyone the guests are here all right everybody later adios what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.